Welcome to The Open Door. This is a podcast of the Nazarene Collective as we go on a 21-day journey of prayer and fasting. In all 21 episodes, we hope to encourage you along the way with thoughts, reflections, stories, and intentional prayers the tribe will be praying together. So whether this is the first thing you do in the morning, just part of your commute to work, a few moments on your lunch break, or how you choose to end your day, we invite you to slow down, reflect, pray, and be present with open hearts that anticipate discovering God's open doors. Welcome to day 11 of the Open Door Podcast. We hope the journey has been good for you so far. And we do want to take a moment right here at the beginning to just ask you to uh, talk to us. Uh, We would love to hear how this uh, podcast is impacting you and how it's been helpful for you. We'd love to hear what God is doing in your life during the 21-day journey of prayer and fasting. So please just let us know by sending us an email with all the details at opendoor@valponaz.org. Well, today we're going to slow down for a moment and talk a little bit about what you may experience as you walk through the open doors that God places in front of you. So Sean and I, we're just going to take you through a couple different thoughts, but just a way to hopefully encourage you to keep walking through those open doors. It's going to be a fun day. It's always a fun day when the two of us get to get together. (laughs) Which is almost every day, yeah, so no. we have a lot of fun. We share a wall. We, that's, that is true. <laughs> that is very true. Well, uh, today, with this conversation, uh, uh, we truly believe that God is continuing to lead us to next steps in our spiritual journey, uh, whether we have a lot of steps behind us or not. And along the way, those next steps often include open doors that God has opened for us. Now, I do think there's a difference between doors we open ourselves and those that God has opened for us. We tend to have less fear when we're opening our own doors because we're in control and we tend to have a specific plan or we have an agenda. But walking through an open door God provides can seem a little more difficult because we're having to trust him for the outcome and whatever is on the other side of that door. But we want to encourage you today and as we go on this 21-day journey to just take the risk. Take the risk and trust God. And when you When you have that courage to go through, we believe you are going to find yourself more in tune with the Holy Spirit, and then we think something amazing could happen. Yeah, there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, the things that we talked about uh, when we kicked this off, this 21 days, uh, the, the second thing we asked everybody to do is to go ahead and say yes, because if you, if you don't go ahead and have that mindset I'm, I am going to be obedient, uh, then, then what can happen is as things become revealed to us, we can then maybe even second guess, is that of God or is it not? Is that just, you know, what I ate for breakfast? You know, what, what's causing uh, this stirring? And if we can say it up front, yep, I'm going to walk through, I'm going to go, and, and until you close the door or it, you make it crystal clear, this is not the ra- route, then by saying yes, be, being obedient, then we are, we we kind of are looking, we are watching, we are wanting to be prepared and 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 have our really kind of find out exactly what God wants in our life. And I think there's that obedience requires action. Oh um, yeah, and it's sometimes easy, like you said, you'll you'll have the moments. Where it's like, oh, I got, I know I should be doing this. I know I should be responding, and yet there is such a difference between a thought and an action. Yeah, and and 
And once you become aware, you know, when you begin to really look for it, I, you know, I, I think really one of the curses that we are dealing with in our culture, in our lives, and uh, where we're at, you know, culturally, is we tend to walk with blinders on. We we are d- driven by our calendars and our clocks and our our schedules that we become. We just walk with blinders. We we've got to get to A to B to C to D because you know F's coming and K's down the road, and we we don't have time. So when we walk like that, we tend not to see what's going on around us. And um, there's hurting people, there's situations, there's opportunities, and we miss it because it's not that they're not there. It's not even that we're, we just don't see it. Mm-hmm. We just are not aware of, oh, that that's where I could have stepped in and made a difference and made an impact in somebody's life. Well, it, it, it is. The culture has shaped us in a couple different ways. There's, there's a level of in our culture that we need to only think of ourselves and therefore that that throws the blinders yep, up. I agree. Um, and then we we create a level of busyness. And and I'm sure every generation all over time we talk about how busy we are, but it is now at such a point where even in your downtime, you probably have a phone in your hand. Even in your downtime, quote, 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 quote. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, Quotes around the word downtime. Yes. Is there is something going on. There's little to no rest, which means often there's little no time for prayer. There's little or no time to reflect, engage with God, and even have the awareness for that open door like you were talking about. Well, I, I think you, you're, when you talked about business, we wear it as a badge. You know, busyness is a, is a badge uh, that we carry around, and it's almost prideful. Like, I'm so busy that I've got all these things going on. Um, the, the other you know, kind of piece to that I think happens is um, we deal with guilt when we rest. Mm-hmm. You know, I there there have been times um, that I've had a, a you know when you have a day off and you're like, I just want to sit here today, mm-hmm. and then you're sitting there and you're like, I've got forty seven things I could be doing. I mean, there's always something to do. There's another call to be made. There's another email to be sent. There's another article or book to be read. There, you can always do more. I mean, if, even if you just took it from your, your house perspective, there's always something that needs to be done at your house. There, oh, always. An accomplishment tends to get you recognition or the, the good old boy, you know, pat, yeah. on, pat on the back. But to rest, we do we don't, we don't do yeah we don't <laughs> yeah. do a good job of going weak. man you you rested today and that's good <laughs> I have found that if I feel like I don't have enough to do or if I'm resting Ashley finds me a good list of stuff <laughs> that could be done <laughs> so here you go and we could no that's not necessarily all the way true <laughs> but partially <laughs> but there's part of it and you know as we were talking um through these different podcasts, you know, either being recorded or in between sessions, that some of the things we talked about was uh, that when I, when I was a child, you know, when when all my buddies were drawing sports cars when they were supposed to be in math class, <laughs> I was not. I was I was dreaming about a Jeep. I just I've always been a Jeep guy. I love Jeeps, and um, I got my first Jeep probably twenty five years ago. 
and it was bright yellow. It was two door. It had nothing in it. <laughs> it was just, it was as bare bones as it could possibly be. And I thought it was just totally unique. I thought it was, this is the yellow Jeep. You don't see that color a lot. And, but what happened is after getting it, I started noticing all the other yellow Jeeps mm-hmm. and they were everywhere. And I thought, I thought I got something that, yeah, I just hadn't noticed it. And, and what we I found is that's actually a kind of a medical thing. Uh, it's called reticular activating system. It's could, R- or could, RAS. Could you spell that for me? Yes, it is RAS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even sure I'm saying it right. So let's it's just not, go with that. I'm buying in. You're good. Uh, well, I, I appreciate it. I do speak Keith fluently. Um, <laughs> And RAS is a, a cluster of nerves at the base of our brain. And and it's the, the nerves determine what stimulation gets to the brain. So all of our senses, see, hear, smell, touch, and all the things around us, every moment of our day, the those nerves, RAS, they filter what you need to know. Hmm. They filter it out. So there is so much we probably can't process Everything happening, everything going on around us, it would be impossible to process all of it. But once we become aware of something like a yellow Jeep, now mm-hmm. we see them everywhere, then we're now able to, okay, I can recognize it. it. It's because it's made its way through the filter. Now, when I see them out and about, I am no longer shocked. I am no longer surprised. It is just part of it, and it's it's because it's been filtered through. And I believe this is what can happen as we take this passage in, in Colossians and talk about open doors, that once we become aware, once we begin to really kind of focus in and say, God, I, I am praying for you to open doors. I'm praying for, for you to clear paths that I know what I'm supposed to do, who I'm supposed to talk to, actions I'm supposed to take. Um, and and I think our though, that cluster of nerves in the base of our brain will begin to say, hey, this is what you've been praying about. You know, well, this is your door. I, I think the Holy Spirit is going to work through the way God has designed us. And, and having that specific physical element to us he can work that way. I think once we get the courage, the the nerve it takes to go through the first open door, then allows us to let the Holy Spirit be at work potentially through this way. And I think you're you're spot on. It's amazing once you start doing something or recognizing you know, like the yellow Jeep, or even just begin to take these steps of faith. How all of a sudden, oh wait, there's another one. There's another one. I can I can and I had the courage to go through that first door. Let's have the courage. I can, I can encourage you to go through another one because I know God showed up the first time. He's going to show up again. And I, and I believe, too, Keith, it, it helps us not just walk through the first door. It also helps us to, to, to determine what is a good door to walk through mm-hmm. and what is his will for mm-hmm. us to walk through. Mm-hmm. We begin, the more we walk through these, the more we, we are living in the center of God's will in our life, the kind of the more we we know where to be, it, and it's not out of arrogance. It's not out of our own, you know, prophetic messages in our heart and mind or our own skill set. This is not about us. It's more. It's about Him. But it's the more we're there, 
we know what it feels like. We, mm-hmm. we, you know, we have just become so aware to it. Um, so, it, you know, I, I'm just, that's just been my personal experience is being able to walk through it. Um, and then you, you just do become aware of it. Well, I think in, in that case, when our motive is pure, um, and, and it helps deal with the fact of, is this, is this the right door? Is this a wrong door? Because there's also a chance in all of this, you're going to go through a wrong door. Oh, yeah. You, you're going to take that step. But that's where grace comes into play. And uh, I, I forget who's the, um, the original storyteller of this analogy, but it talks about uh, a young man who's up in his second floor window, and he, he's, want, he's just a kid. He's going to jump down and go play in the yard. But his dad's outside going, all right, I see you up there. Now, I don't think it's the wisest thing for you to jump, but I'm going to catch you either way. So whether you jump or stay put, I'll be here to catch you. And, and so the analogy was pointing to the idea of sometimes we have those open doors and windows that we're not sure about going through. But if your heart is and right is just, I just want to please God. I want to experience more of him. He's going to catch you in grace. He's going to give you the wisdom to know that was a wrong door. Um, but he's, he's, he will remain consistent throughout so we got to have the courage to be aware, to look for these things, and, and, and just trust that he's going to provide the open door. And when we do go through the one that he has given us, man, there's, that's an incredible feeling. Yeah. There is an affirmation of your faith in who God is, but also just an affirmation of, I think I'm taking some good next steps in my own journey. Yeah, and... You know, we, we've talked before, you've heard, I, I know that we talked about it this summer here at VNC, but it's having a, a healthy theology of risk. And um, sometimes we we play things so safe in our, you know, we'll, we'll take risk in our 401ks. We'll, you know, we, we don't mind driving 85 on a, on a 75 mile an hour speed limit because we, we know we're in a hurry. Uh, we will take risk in all kinds of areas, but when it comes to the things of God, sometimes we're like, ooh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the church in the future, believers today, we need a deeper, clearer theology of risk to, to do some things. If it doesn't work, if we're wrong, apologize, move on. Uh, but that's, I mean, that's just... <laughs> It's just my own personal. I think we got to try some stuff. Yeah. We got to we got to give it our shot and see what happens. Yep, I think something beautiful happens when we're courageous and we're trusting God. And in the middle of all that, I think we do discover His will and we get to see some amazing things. Well, Absolutely. I hope today you will move forward over these next several days to be looking for the yellow Jeep. Um, I think you know I'm not talking about a yellow Jeep, but let's be looking. Have the have the courage to step through the open doors and then, man, just be aware. Be aware of how God continues to open doors in your life. Maybe it's personally. Maybe it's in the community. Maybe it's uh, corporately as we function as a church. But the open doors are going to be there. Let's have the courage to go through them. So how we want to leave it off with prayer today is just simply that. Let's pray today that God would give us the courage to go through the open doors and have the eyes to see more of them. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. We look forward to being with you tomorrow.